When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish. The only podcast bold enough to ask the question, what is the sound of one hand fapping? Oh, I, I mean, it's like a kind of a <laughs> inside of your mouth noise, I think. Keep doing that all episode long, please. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Garrett. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today... Today... We're going to talk about getting nailed. We're going to talk about nailing. Nails. 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 Nail guns? Nail guns. Ooh. Mm. I'm not talking about nail guns. Yeah. No, we're going to talk about nails. Nails. I only went the gay things. There are so many straight things I could have talked about with yeah. nails. Oh, well. Indeed. Indeed. Sorry. Indeed. Sorry, straights. Um, it's been a while. Like, we recorded early so that we wouldn't mm. have to record during Pride, and then we recorded late because of the 4th of July. I feel like I haven't seen y'all in forever. Oh, I don't feel the same. But Great. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, hi. It's great to see you. It's great to be here. Uh, thanks for having me here. <laughs> great. Um, feedback and corrections. So first of all, Canadians, y'all are great. Oh. And I heart you. And shut up. Um, the, <laughs> what did we do? Uh, uh, first of I all, mean a million things. I just thought we were guessing, but apparently Quebecer is one of the correct ways to refer to somebody that is from the province of Quebec. But also, Quebecois is indeed the French version of of the demonym for a person from Quebec. So, uh, I, stop questioning me. That's the, that's the, yeah. no, that's I, the root of this. Dan said that I validated that it was true. It's just you, you're the only one that didn't believe it. Well, and I didn't not believe it. Always, I went back and I listened because somebody was like, you shut them down. It's like, I don't think I shut them down. But I just, I knew that the Quebecois was a, was a political party and just assumed that that was the case. Yeah. Uh, and um, so, yeah, anyway, Quebecer or Quebecois, Either way, go for it. Um, the other thing is apparently it's pronounced Young Street. I don't care. Fucking spell your shit right, you assholes. Okay, that's it for feedback and corrections. <laughs> so useful. I'm so glad I learned all of that. I'm um, also so proud of the fact that like now sometimes we get like like the number of t- the number of people that have to write in with a correction has gone up, and and uh, that's. I think a good thing. That's a good problem to have. Like if one person writes in and is like, you fucked this up, I'm probably just going to not care or try to sweep that under the rug. Did multiple people write in about Young Street? Yes. Yes. How's it spelled? Yes, they did. I don't know. But but it's not, it's not spelled like, you know, the opposite of old. Yeah. Um, It's like Yeong, Yeong. Yeah. I'm indifferent towards that kind of feedback. (laughs) Yeah. But but thank, but thank you so much. I'm learning so much. I love you. That was at least three people. Two on Discord wow. and one over Facebook Messenger. Damn. Anyway. Passionate about that yep. shit. Great. Um the news? The news. Shut your mouth hole. It's time for your ear holes. News. 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 Seamless. So good. Okay. News the first. So I will play it for you later. And then maybe we can we can splice it in. But there is an excellent clip that I just saw uh, uh, today of Lizzo, yeah, who is flat fucking fantastic, being an excellent ally to Demi Lovato and correcting the paparazzi for their mis Gender. use of pronoun pronouns, yeah. Yeah, yeah. incorrect pronouns. Hey. 
have her team contact your team? Their team. Okay. <laughs> Baby goes by they. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, 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 sir, thank you for the correction. You got me. The paparazzo can be heard repeatedly using the wrong pronouns to describe Demi Lovato, who came out as non-binary and confirmed that their pronouns are they, them back in May and uh, repeatedly calls Lovato she and then Lizzo swiftly says they. And then the photographer keeps going <laughs> and, and asks if her team, meaning Lovato's team, has reached out to Lizzo. And she says, actually, it's their team. Demi goes by they and then walks away. <laughs> uh, I have been thinking about, and then the whoever was shouting said, at first it sounded good, oh, like, thank you for the correction. And then I can't tell if it was the same person or someone else said, oh, you got me. And I keep thinking about that, like, are they saying, is that a shitty thing? Or are they saying, mm. like, they knew that Lizzo was using that to avoid answering the question? Or, like, I just keep thinking about that line, you got me. It's like, correcting you on someone's pronouns is not a gotcha thing. It's like... It's just, if someone was like, Demi Lovato's a redhead, you'd be like, no, it's yeah. just not true. Like, yeah. it's not bad. Like, you just learn new things and then not be shitty. I don't know. I just keep thinking that that phrase that whoever it was yelled. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And and I, I think, first, I thought it was a shining example of allyship, right? Like, yeah. everybody, everybody, you know, she wasn't super confrontational about it. She didn't, like, yell or raise her voice. She was just very definitively shut that shit down. Yeah. And that's that's how it should be. Yeah. Um, and then, so, Demi then on, God, what fucking platform is this? I don't know. One of the ones where there's... Maybe TikTok chat? Um, Snap talk? It's Instagram. Anyway, she added Lizzo and said, you fucking queen, they I love you, Lizzo. thank you. Oh, God, thank you. Uh, they said, you fucking queen, I love you, thank you. Oh. Um, yeah, that's all. Good for Lizzo. Thanks, Lizzo. Yeah. Next? Yes. News the next? Yeah. News the second. So, for the very first time, <sighs> uh, a trans woman has been crowned Miss Nevada USA. It has been 69 years of the Miss USA pageant happening and for the first time a openly trans woman has reached the highest level and is going to the pageant nice if she wins uh, she would then move on to the Miss Universe pageant and would be only the second openly trans person after a Spanish contestant in 2018 but to, yeah, she, to compete in Miss Universe? To compete in Miss mm. Universe. Yep, that's right. So she will represent Nevada at the upcoming Miss USA pageant to be held on the 29th of November. Uh, she is Pinay, I think I'm saying that correctly, which is just that means somebody from the Philippines. She's Filipino. And um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty great. It's pretty great. Um, I, I think, you know, pageantry has its problems mm-hmm. and it, it's it's hyper gendered and, and is rife with toxic masculinity which is kind of interesting um but uh i I think i I think it is changing slowly but surely and and we'll hear more stories like this over time yeah it's one of those things where it's like i don't necessarily know that i think it should exist at all but if it does (laughs) i want trans people to be there like it's that's a weird like multi multi multi-faceted area of exploration Uh, pinoy pinoy yeah is that maybe the masculine though? Because uh, th- this there's a tweet from Miss Mela Habijan. It said, "Our trans Pinay, P I N A Y, sister." Hmm. I stand corrected. Yep, uh, Pinay is a woman from the Philippines, especially one uh, with Filipino heritage living abroad. The male counterpart is Pinoy. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which classic misogynist patriarchal culture I'd never heard Pinay before and just confirmed oh Pinoy is yeah it's Pinoy. Oh yeah. I'm neutral. I've never heard of any of these. <laughs> yeah. Gender neutral. I'm gender neutral on the subject, which is great. Um yeah, and I agree with you. Like if it's if it's if, if the problems are gonna continue to be problematic, that's fine. Yeah. And and hopefully this happens more often. Yeah. But, um yeah. Yeah. uh news the next Next, not last. Not last. We're gonna, do, we're gonna do four today. Okay. So uh, <laughs> me over Pride Weekend. Uh, Linster is that a town? That's got to be a town, right? That, that but, was your nickname for Lindsay Lohan. But it's also, but it's also the UK. So God only knows which letters you're supposed to say. Oh. Anyway, there's a professional rugby player in the UK. His name is Jack Dunn, and he has proudly come out as bisexual, revealing that he has been open in his personal life for a number of years. Uh, he was on the BBC's LGBT sports podcast and told Jack Murley, who was the host, that hearing homophobic and biphobic language at school made it more difficult for him to come out. Mm. Uh, he started to realize that he was bi when he was aged 15 and hearing comments and societal pressures, uh, he he uh, decided to keep it to himself. Quote, when you're bisexual, it's almost a blessing and a curse because you can hide it way easier. You can still go out with the lads on Saturday night and do all that stuff but then at the same time it's easier to hide it and it's easier to not be true to yourself he explained. So eventually I think it was in sixth year and I told one or two people and they took it really well so I was like you know what I'll just tell everyone and if someone has a problem with it that's on them. Coming out went pretty well but he did get some people interrogating him on whether he was actually gay mm-hmm. so he definitely mm-hmm. got the like buy is just a stop on the train to gay town mm-hmm. you know reception choo, choo. Yeah. <laughs> um but y- yeah so so he was signed as a professional player for linster in 2020 and uh word has sort of gradually spread about his sexuality his teammates were already aware that he was openly bisexual he says he hasn't faced any biphobic comments from teammates and nothing has ever been said to him on the pitch about his sexuality nice congrats jack you're very attractive um <laughs> congrats on both being attractive and bisexual <laughs> uh and news the last Great. a mother has received an adorable handwritten note for hanging a progress pride flag out her home outside her home in Paris, Arkansas, all pride month long. So so 52-year-old Stephanie Robertson hoisted up a rainbow flag bought by her son Levi to celebrate LGBT+ plus Pride month. She's a retired lieutenant colonel in the Army Reserve. She opened up her mailbox on Friday, the 2nd of July and discovered a letter written on a small crumpled piece of notebook paper. And it's written in like it's clearly a very young person. Hello, this is probably kind of weird, but I walk past your house every day and I've noticed your flag and I'm glad to know there is at least one ally in this little town from a young LGBTQ plus person. Aww. Ah, ha, ha, yeah. It's not d- even Patreon and fucking Dan is crying. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think it's adorable. <sighs> Launching the campaign, Flags for Fags. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome yeah that makes a difference especially in i i sometimes I, I took a trip to a like a smaller city in washington where it's like i just sometimes forget like I, there was no one that looked like me yeah like yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> no one at all yeah it reminds me of the patreon segment i did about uh the importance of having a pride flag on your car bumper yeah yeah absolutely visibility man it matters was i there 
was I part of this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. No, it was so good. That's the news. That's the news. Um, speaking of people I won't remember. Soon after, um, I would like to thank the following Patreon members. Richard V. Farius. Ooh. I, that's so fancy. Um, mm. Brian Benderson. Um, I bet you get so many of Benderson. Well, I don't know how old you are if you oh. have children. Um, <laughs> like a... <laughs> Daddy. Micaiah Wright with a W. I'm sure that's important to Micaiah. Micaiah. Uh, Chris. Just just Chris. Great. Congrats. Congrats. Just Chris. Uh, And Jonathan Rott. I would like to thank you. Yes. (laughs) Apparently very formally like this. Please Um, feel free to continue only sending in one of your names so Kyle can maybe not fuck it up. Chris, (laughs) Jonathan Rott, thank you. Uh, As of now, we are caught up to June 13th. So anyone who signed up after that, you will hear your name on an episode that shall be forthcoming. Yeah. Um, And thanks. If you want to sign up for Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash gayish. Spell coming. Spell coming. Spell coming. <laughs> forthcoming. Oh Spell God, forth. I had a forthcoming on Saturday. It yeah. was great. <laughs> Alone or mm. is it one hand fapping or, or is someone else's hand fapping you? It was someone else's hand. <laughs> good, good for you. Do you want to talk about nails? Let's talk about nails. So this was a Patreon monthly topic. So every month we each, the three of us choose a topic and then we let our Gap Bridgers vote on it. And uh, I don't know why we chose the ones we chose this this month, but I'm very happy that I have lost. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, and, and we don't reveal who uh, guessed what. Mike's is always the stupid one, though. So uh, Mike did Uncle Sam, which I don't vote for. So it's really you just said you we don't tell them. And now you... No, no, no. We don't oh. tell them when he posted. Oh, we can oh, tell oh, them oh, after oh. the fact. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you sometimes want to redo things, but please don't redo Uncle Sam. I don't. I didn't. I'm going to do it until we talk about that tall, goofy motherfucker. I, it was just. Okay, sure. Why not? Um, <laughs> well, now I have to for August. It makes no. even less sense. No, you don't. No, you don't, Mike. This is a decision you are actively making. Okay. Uh, Dan put hot dogs. I put nails. Nails won. Although I think fucking Dan can claim partial victory because apparently he had just added it to the episode list when I picked it. So, um, and uh, fucking Dan just for the first time. So the Gap Bridges are the ones that get to vote, and that's the decision. And it's a it's a small enough group that each vote makes a difference. Oh and yeah, but we had a tie for June. So no, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> I was on to my next thing. Yes. So what fucking Dan started doing is for others, this is like an, for anyone who's not a gap bridger, this is like an advisory vote that mm-hmm. like maybe might not make, make a difference. But if there's a tie like there was last month, mm-hmm. then we can use yours as the tiebreaker. So it's very interesting that for the others that voted, hot dogs ended up winning. So you got to bump up to the gap bridger if you want to actually actively participate in the vote. Which means I won the popular vote and you won the electoral vote. Oh. Yeah. Don't do that to me. <laughs> Don't also, in any it's super way... helpful knowing that like hot dogs it was very popular, so yeah. it could become a future episode. Yeah, yeah. I might just pick hot dogs every time from now until. If it it's hot dead. dogs and Uncle Sam, that's, <laughs> I'm going to be so annoyed. That's just not. Anyway, so yes, we are going to talk about nails. Yeah, Thank you for is... voting on that. Okay, and here we go. What this says something. This is maybe my straightest of the week. Mm-hmm. I did not think about that being about fingernail polish until well into thinking about what i was going to talk about oh what did you think it was jesus (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I, I mean, I, th- I thought about like nails, like a hammer and nail. And I was like, why? How does this what? And then we sort of talked about making it Americana because it's July. And is there an Americana connection? Is that what was on your brain? What were you thinking when you did this to me? Y'all were doing like <laughs> American themed and it was after July 4th. Like it wouldn't have made any sense. You should do it before the holiday. Now everyone's done skis. We've packed up our flags and, you know, we're back to just regular Time. It was yesterday. The Kyle. vote ended for, on July third. It was yesterday for us, for our Patreon members. It will have been many days away. All right, mommy and daddy, you're fighting. Now we're back to if you're <laughs> flying an American flag, somehow you're probably racist. Naga. Like yeah. it's so annoying that they have like claimed the anyway. Um, did you do any segments about hammer and nails and or Jesus? No, not not directly. Okay, I love a good crucifixion joke. Don't get me wrong, sure. but. I almost did a Patreon segment about crucifixion, but um, instead, (laughs) we're going to do a recreation of the very popular, I believe, Netflix show, Nailed It. Yeah. Yeah. Which should make great video. Which I, yeah, for those video, (laughs) I'm... Well, if you, you haven't followed s- him on Instagram yet, Dan is an amazing like food cooker guy, dude. Um, he has an Instagram account on Common That's Bakery. That's what's on his bio. <laughs> uh, and he's going to have us try to recreate one of his hopefully not very difficult masterpieces. Yeah. At Uncommon Bakery. And uh, there's a gayish. Uh, if you want to go back and see the gayish uh, cake that was incredible. It was great. Yeah. Then. It's also very tasty, Dude. which I hate it when it's beautiful and tasty. Yeah. That's like, that's horseshit. Me. <laughs> tasty, tasty. Oh, God. I'm going to, you want to go? Let's do this. Yeah. I'm going to talk about the history of nails. I, I, okay. What? No, it's just like interesting. I like at this point, I've learned that you're just going to talk about. I don't understand how you can have history of nails, but I will learn. I've it. solidly urinated on nails. It belongs to me now. <laughs> Great. Hist- I meant to say history. I've urinated on history. You know, it's. I'm going to like. Yeah, there's going to be history. You're like yeah, water sportsing all over history. Okay, so and this is directly speaks to the gayishness of the whole thing. The earliest that I could find. Examples of nail polish, male decor- nail decoration, was men. Warriors in Babylonia during approximately 3200 BC would spend hours having their hair curled and lacquered and their nails manicured and colored before going off to battle. Wow. Yep. It was so before it was associated with like the battle monsters. I'm sorry, the what? I don't know. That just happened out of my mouth. We don't need to dwell on it too much. <laughs> okay, great. Oh, great, 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 great. Yeah, so um, the ingredient of choice was coal, K-O-H-L, which I don't know what that is, but apparently it is a pigment. Um, and uh, the colors of their nails signified their class. So black nails were considered the highest rank and green nails were towards the bottom mm. of the stack. Um, so I should paint my nails green. <laughs> <laughs> I like your nails. What does that mean? I'm a bottom. Um, oh, I didn't think about you could do like the the um, flag code, the hanky code for your nails. You could paint one side of your hand, yeah. certain, co- and you have multi, you have like five options of what color to paint. You should them. shut your goddamn mouth. That's my next segment. Shut uh, the fuck up. <laughs> okay. Oh um, my god, can I guess it? History. That's also fun. <laughs> um, so, in about three thousand BC, so just after the Babylonians, the Chinese started using nail color as a distinction of rank and dynasty. Uh, the upper classes got to use ingredients like beeswax, Arabic gum, and egg whites for nail color. And those of the ruling regime often wore highly pigmented colors like red. But 
it was also very classist. Nail color was not allowed for everyone. Uh, the lower classes had to wear pale colors. And there are even reports that if you wore the wrong color of nail polish, you were you were acting above your station, and the penalty for that was death. Oh, shit. Yeah, so you thought getting judged by your parents was harsh. Like, this is next level. Which is worse, though? Let's, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Death or getting judged by your parents? Yep, 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 yep. Um, so let's see. The, uh, Cleopatra uh, used henna on her nails instead of um, applying it. Uh, you know, have you seen henna, henna yeah. tattoos? She, instead of just, just doing that to her hand, um, she would, she would dip each finger in henna and get just the nail portion colored. Oh, cute. Um, she also preferred blood red. Mm. Yeah. So then there's a, there's a big, there's a big gap, right? So the, the Victorians, it's interesting. We always talk about the Victorians. seems like everything starts with the Victorians. Well, like things get in, subverted and fucked up and covered up like yep. <laughs> a hydra shame kind of shit yeah it's it's double i think it's fascinating with them because they had this thought like they believed culturally they said that women should be natural and so they frowned on overt things like lots of makeup and nail polish those things were frowned upon because women were supposed to be naturally beautiful oh. at the same time this massive cosmetics industry was getting started in during the industrial revolution and, and and victorian culture so they were like you know put poison on your cheeks so that the blood would rush to them to make them red so oh. don't don't use rouge it's natural oh, right oh oh yeah yeah uh, um so they were they were they had to be subtle about the ways in which they modified their bodies yeah. for for adornment and that kind of thing uh, but the 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 real sort of modern sensibilities about n- decorating your nails and nail polish as being a feminine beauty standard really started in france and um there are it depends on who you ask but um th- there there's lots of indicators that that was just like owning a lawn that was an indicator that you lived a life of leisure mm. that you had resources that you could waste you didn't work so you could have these pretty pretty nails and then yeah. that was associated with femininity as a byproduct of that mm. and uh that- do you want france that's how we get france <laughs> Is that an orc joke? No, that's <laughs> Archer. Yeah. It's fine. Um, yeah, and, and and so we really see over and over and over again with lots of these stereotypes that we talk about on the show, once something is associated with femininity, boom, it's the gays. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like that. This, I, I love things that it, it's so obvious that it is just socially constructed shit when it is like you had these warriors that wore nail polish and it was like the mask thing to do and now it's feminine like it's just i I love those things or like one country does it this way and that way like it's just so interesting to me when it's so clearly societally constructed yep yep absolutely absolutely um so mary e cobb first learned the art of the manicure in france and she redeveloped the process and brought it to the united states and in 1878 she opened the very first ever nail salon hmm. she called it mrs praise manicure and she opened it in france and then she opened and she also opened the first one in america anyway she developed her own line of products and and created a at-home manicure guide and uh, she also invented the emery board that little Th- that's the sandpapery thing that, oh, you, that you like nail file kind nail of thing? Fi- yeah yeah but the, the one that's like sandpaper based mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and then in 1911 
Cutex launched with just one product, an extract for softening cuticles around the nail bed. And then in 1925, Cutex went on to create what we know today as the widely popular liquid nail polish. So in 1932, a makeup artist named Michelle Menard took a recipe that she had been using that was a glossy nail lacquer and that mimicked the shine on automobiles. A couple of places said that she actually stole the recipe from automobile huh. uh, uh, shine, but uh, that's maybe apocryphal. Uh, but she gained popularity among the 1920s flapper girls, the Roaring Twenties, and in 1932 she sold that to a place called Revlon, mm. and that's how Revlon um, got started in the nail polish game. And then they later expanded into lipstick and the rest of makeup. I was wondering, you mentioned like cosmetics and the like that industry. I th- I also think that marketing and companies like trying to profit off of things make it into a thing. Like no, like women do this, and they like it's like the Got Milk campaign. It's like. Let's yeah. pretend like milk is healthy together. Like yeah, you know, yeah. that just like pretend this is a thing that women have to do, and then it becomes a becomes a thing. Yeah, I, you didn't say that, but I just presumed that marketing is a part of the. Uh, I'm I'm sure I'm sure it is, uh, especially at like those time at that time because <laughs> fuck my ass, I can't talk today. Um, Finger my ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, things weren't as regulated either, right? Like we were still in the middle of trying to figure out what was okay and not okay mm. to say. Like you could you could say this product will make you three inches taller and yep. it didn't matter if it was true or not. I'm pretty sure they put a best asbestos in nail polish at that time. Yeah. Well there, I didn't do this segment, but I was going to it. There is conflicting reports about whether fingernail polish is medically bad for you, even modern, oh. even modern um, formulas. Uh, and there's some like clusters of health concerns among nail salon workers that are, possibly due to the phthalates that are in nail polish that they work with it's very it's a thing Mm. anyway so jeff pink his name is jeff pink jeff pink you know that boy gay he was an american makeup (laughs) artist and the founder of orly and he needed a manicure that wouldn't compete with multiple costume changes so in 1976, he created the versatile French manicure. So the French had been doing manicures for a long time. But what they would do is they would do uh, they would do the whole nail except for the moon at the bottom. Hmm. That's what a French manicure meant before 1976. After that, that's the clear French manicure with the white tips, and yeah. it was invented by this dude. That's Jeff Pink. the it's, it was the opposite. It was the opposite. That's yeah. so weird. It was just the 70s that the f- modern French manicure became the French manicure, and he wasn't even a French guy. He's fucking American faggot apparently that did this um it debuted on the runways in paris in 1976 and became an instant phenomenon so let's see um am i going long is this too long it's never too long you're having a good time i agree (laughs) are we doing like a little check-in how are we all doing together we feeling good feeling great um so it was also the 70s arguably when the nail polish used by gender benders and therefore more of a gay phenomenon started Mm -hmm. to happen uh some of the early examples are david bowie the british punk scene this like more men started to use nail polish more often in more contexts and that really um that emerges out of out of the out of the 70s uh, this particular article that I was reading also points to Kurt Cobain as being a, mm. a, a needle mover for male nail polish, which good old Seattle boy. Yeah, needle mover. 
I think oh. he also was a needle mover. Well, okay, well, yeah. All right. I'll rethink that <laughs> and then probably still use it. Probably. <laughs> probably. Um, yeah, early 90s grunge scene, apparently, uh, that was that was something that emerged and he was sort of the standard bearer for that in, in pop culture when, when that sort of hit the mainstream in, in the early 90s. So then just a, another quick little pocket of the history of nail polish and, and nail things is uh, femme lesbians. So we've talked before about the hanky code. We did a whole episode on it, I think. Yeah, we did a whole episode on it. And uh, in the 1970s, gay men developed the hanky code, which was that's a that's a system where you would hang a colored bandana in either your left or right back pocket. And the color and position would broadcast to anybody who was in the know what it was that you were into. And uh, I I thought this was really, really fun. I mean, we think about like butch lesbians wearing jeans or cargo pants or whatever. And but but femme lesbians present very traditionally feminine and and one of them in reference to the hanky code said quote i used to be a no pants femme so tucking a hanky in my pocket wasn't an option <laughs> like what do you do when you're wearing a skirt or a dress i'm right? a no pants femme <laughs> i think it's for different reasons you're you're encroaching on my tread tread lightly don't tread on me mike <laughs> okay all right all right well so 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 femmes had to remix the hanky code to come up with their own system that uh, a flagging that could work with any outfit and uh, their options ended up being either nail polish, fascinators, which those are those big ass things that are, you uh, hang off of a head, uh, off of a hat that like cover up part of your face or like, oh, like or, at a funeral kind of thing, like, like a... the Kentucky Derby. They, they are um, or British people at the royal shit. They're always having like those big ass gaudy things that hang off of their hat. They are themselves a hat. They are not. They don't attach to a hat. Hmm. They are. They are like a tiny hat that attaches, to, like often jaunty off one side of your head or like right in front of your face like or a, like yeah high forehead that sort of thing yeah. yeah yeah and they can have they can be big but their attachment point is small which differentiates them from a hat fascinating we're getting nowhere closer to me understanding what you're talking about but that's okay and or or brooches and they would often make brooches out of bandanas they also were known to tie the bandanas around their wrists necks or purses i didn't know lesbians used like uh, adapted the hanky code into their own shit according to this they did also i really want to come up with a product called brooches and it's like <laughs> brooches for bros <laughs> tm 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 <laughs> that's fine you can't take it um so flagging with nail polish usually looks like one or two fingers painted a different color oh and the accent nail is used to signal queerness generally but sometimes the accent color corresponded to the hanky code or some other specific meaning to to femme lesbian culture, hmm. and uh, I, I just I think that idea is so super interesting, and uh, it makes sense, right? Like like gay guys weren't the only ones in the universe that needed a way to signal to each other, "Hey, here I am, and here's what I'm into." Yeah. And, and and lesbians were super inventive with it with it as well, starting again in the in the seventies. And it's uh, it's also interesting to me because you always stereotypically picture gay men as the ones that are like sex obsessed and would do that. So too include lesbian not that they're sex obsessed like but to include lesbians and like we are going to signal things i'm into and what i like it just goes against all the stereotypes we have about men and versus women yep yeah absolutely anyway so that's more or less the history of nail polish yeah nail art should i talk more about lesbians then well or we end the show those are really the (laughs) options (laughs) i mean i could use a long nap great (laughs) 
Nah, okay, let's Okay, do lesbians. It. Hi. Um <laughs> There are even more stereotypes about lesbians and nails that I thought I, I was worried you were going to touch on, but you didn't touch them. Um, the In the L word, mm-hmm. there is this uh, exchange where Shane says, Dana, look at her fingernails. Are they short or long? Alice says, are they polished or natural? Dana says, they're long and polished. So she's, and then Shane says, Le- leaning to straight, but we still need more info. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So um, there is this uh, stereotype of lesbians that nail your nail length mm-hmm. will help decide if you are straight or lesbian. Okay. And short nails would indicate les- lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I have heard that. And, and maybe, maybe this is just gender stereotype bullshit. I don't know. But like, I think... I'm I'm nervous. I like I I'm not I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just trying to like say like here's where my my brain is. I have internalized that lesbians tend masculine mm. and that therefore they would be shorter nails and um sensible shoes. I, you it's know. A per- no, it's a perfect like <laughs> when you think of the stereotype of a lesbian, it yeah. is more mask and that, you know, nails will be part of that. So yeah. Yeah. and uh, more recently in a 2019 tweet, uh there was the uh presumably a woman because I talk about lesbian shit, um nails where the pointer finger and middle finger were trimmed down and the rest were long and then <laughs> she tweeted watching straight girls in the comments say these would be so cute if those two weren't broken is about to put me in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Being, there are two short nails for fingering. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so the uh, which that's interesting too, because like maybe maybe straight women have longer nails because they're less likely to put things into things. I mean, uh, I will. I let me tell you more about that. Yeah, okay. So the idea would be short nails as lesbians, and the uh, the other stereotype is that femmes who had long nails were all pillow princesses. Oh, I'd never heard that. <laughs> or consistently bottoms. So these are the, mm-hmm. again, like lesbian stereotypes. Um, so Autostraddle, which is a queer woman's website, did a poll in 2019 of 12, over 12,000 of their readers. What are you, what are you reflecting on? Is it, is this a, is this when you straddle yourself? Or is this when you like, you, you put your legs over a car? I'm very confused by this name. Go ahead. I don't know. Maybe like the lesbians are so intertwined. It's basically like riding yourself. I don't know. Um, Chris and Shana, come back on the show. Explain this. Explain it to us. What? Tell us. Um, so the the uh, website Autostraddle had this article um, talking about the results, um, and it was written by Reese. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> 95% of lesbians. Wait, no, you need to take another run at that for Dan so that he can fact check you. Right? <laughs> R-I-E-S-E. Reese. I don't know. Um, uh, 95% of lesbians mm-hmm. keep their nails short. That's a lot percent. That is a lot percent. Uh, well said. Um, <laughs> in comparison, this time I do have a comparison to shit that you would want to know. Great. Um, for those uh, women that are in a relationship with cis men, mm-hmm. 84% keep their nails short. So it's a, you know, higher percentage of lesbians that do it, but it's not like, you know, none versus all kind of thing. So it's still a lot of people that keep their nails short anyway. So you can't actually tell if 84% of people dating cis men keep their nails short. Like that is, you actually have no idea. That is so... I don't know. 
I have to rethink all of my stereotypes about straight girls now, I guess, because mm-hmm. that like that surprises me. It's also like I would presume the the readers of Autostrata, like queer woman's website, might skew you know mm-hmm. a certain way. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. 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 um, eighty eight percent of a spec people people in the asexual spectrum kept short nails okay. versus ninety three percent of allosexuals. So, um, a spec people were more likely to keep straight nails. Straight nails. Nope. <laughs> Short nails. Short nails. Great. Um, so, I, what I thought was most interesting were some of the quotes that showed mm-hmm. up um, mm-hmm. that that uh, re- um, put in the article. <laughs> mm-hmm. Quote: My fingernails are short. The rest are long. That should have been interesting. I must have not copied all of it. Skip. Um, uh, I'll trim them down if my partner wants me to, but if I can rebuild an engine and build a circuit board all without fumbling anything or messing up my perfectly manicured nails, then you should know that I'm not going to scratch anything you don't want me to. Yeah. That was the most lesbian thing I had heard all week. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, someone else, I am less vigilant with length when single or dating a dude, which some people... Sure. Um, uh, someone else said, I have long fake nails because I feel more femme and it helps manage my uh, dermatillomania. Which uh-huh. apparently, and, uh, disorder where you pick at your skin, pick at your skin yeah. sometimes part of OCD, and they continue. But other queer women give me so much shit for it, despite them posing no risk to genitals. Okay. What was your face pop there? Just, just, I try to be less of a risk to genitals too, everywhere I go. So <laughs> I get you. Really? <laughs> I try to wreck genitals up and down the coast. <laughs> Kyle, it was my fingering nails are short. The rest are long. My fingering nails. That's it's not fingernails. Man, those words are so close. Mm. We need mm-hmm. a different word for fingering to help me out. For our listeners, he wrote it down correctly. In yes. Notes. Yeah. Yes. He just read his notes. <laughs> the pressure of reading on air. Man, yeah. I always fucking hated popcorn reading and I would get called on and I was just like so what excited. What is that? Oh, like. So Gen when, X translation time. <laughs> so when in school, when you would like read stuff, you could do popcorn reading where like the teacher would pick one person. They would start reading at any point. They could say popcorn and say the next person that would read and they would read as much as they want and say um, popcorn someone else. Okay. You didn't do this? But not that random weird fucking I've done when I want to be bullshit. No, you were, of... in, you were in Eastern Washington. You didn't read. Um, <laughs> True story. <laughs> um, anyway. Actually, I read, get... a lo- I, read, I read aloud in class a lot because I think I was the only one that could. <laughs> <laughs> I think the cows read better than some people in your... <laughs> um, Hi, we're so excited to go to Yakima Pride. <laughs> um, uh, I got so much anxiety w- when being called on to read. Yeah. It was so, oh God, it was so much pressure. And here I am like reading shit out loud. Um, tips. Now we're going. So tips. I, I assumed that your, your mic face was because you thought that long fingernails might indeed pose a risk for genitals. I mean, I... I don't even like to play the guitar when my nails are too long and they're like dude nails. Mine, they don't get long just like, and, and it's because just like that tiny, teeny, teeny, like a few millimeters, it gets in the way. I can't like stop scratching the strings Mm. or like accidentally hitting the board with them instead of the meat of my finger, which is how you get a guitar string to press down. Like, 
how am I going to navigate a butthole? Whether fingering a guitar <laughs> or a butthole, Mike likes to keep it short and tight. Yeah. I, so I like I'm, I'm. What are you going to tell me now? I'm very interested. <laughs> I'm going to tell you tips for vaginal sex with nails. Hmm. This was in the Gomez. Do I have to be here for this? <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> Most of what I do, you don't have to be here for. I don't think. What is the sound of one Kyle fapping? Um. <laughs> <laughs> This is so gross. I don't know. Um, this was in GoMag in 2018 by Kareen Werder. So, actually, there shouldn't be any horizontal nail jabbing happening when you're fingering a vagina. That's the fingering police we hear in the background. You shouldn't <laughs> jab. They will arrest you. Um and so I'm going to read just a few of the tips that were in the article. Uh, there's a certain finesse to having sex with long pointed nails. At first, you might clumsily poke your partner some somewhere awkwardly, but it, it was talking about like, but you're not going to like fucking dig into their like, you know, okay. flappy bits. Um, when you're fingering someone, you want to use the pad of your finger against their G spot. So you're not, you're not like, you're not like poking with your nail at it like you're using the pad of your finger so like that is doable even with nails yeah but you got to get in there first like sure once you're in there you're not like scraping at it like it like you're a bear or at a honeycomb or something like you you gotta like but you got to get that nail in there i'm sorry are you are are you contradicting uh vaginal sex expert presumably kareen werder okay look kareen (laughs) Like we can go head to head if you want to, and and I was married to a woman for five years. I've like I, my my fingers have done a lot of pussy time, and like pussy I, time. <laughs> that's a great band name. Um, it apparently is it is not only doable, but like people assume that you're gonna like jab something, but you won't. I don't. I can't. I can't defend. Or I just I'm reading. Um. Painful fingering doesn't come from the length of the nail. It happens when there are jagged edges, hangnails, or chapped fingers. Yeah. Um, another tip, uh, practice on yourself. Yeah, sure. The sound of one finger masturbating. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> sounds like the steam being released from <laughs> Sound like a snake. That's what I assume lesbian <laughs> masturbation sounds like. I don't know why it had to be lesbian masturbation. Anyway, but if you are worried about it, you can stuff a bit of cotton or silly putty into the tip of your nail and sure. cover it with a glove, um, which uh, oh. Karine said. I was just going to say, how do you not leave silly putty up there? But no. because oh, you yeah, put just, a glove on over yeah. it. Um, if you want to leave it up there, do a strawberry. That'd be hot. And you can eat it up. Then. Sure. Yeah. Strawberries and cream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Green suggests uh, nitrate gloves, which you can find in many different fun colors. Nitrile gloves. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is, in fact, what it says. And again, <laughs> popcorn, Mike. Green. You do it. Um, so that is, I think uh, that that also applies. Like, what do you think of for like dude fingering, like dude finger banging? Like when you finger blast someone, like yeah, do you th- like you need like not? Didn't, they don't want, your finger doesn't have to be like short, short, but like you need to like you know I'm doing an action that you can't yeah see. like yeah. rub them down so they're not so they're use an emery board that that one bitch invented yeah like um I I mean I think truthfully 
I will give this some thought now that I have this new information that you have shared with me. Mm. And I'm like nervous slash conscientious about it enough that like if there's any remote possibility that I'm going to be fingering a dude, I cut my nails before he comes over mm. or before I go out. Like, but don't you, I don't think you want to cut them right before. Oh, unless you like polish them off with the emery. Yeah. I, uh, so this is like, if I go out and I'm like, maybe I'll douche. This is like your version of that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I I just I I don't know I I I worry about it I I am worried enough about it that I would rather just fucking take care of it and not worry about it. But yeah. that's perhaps just as much about alleviating my own anxiety as it is about not cutting his butthole. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, then again, I I mean this that was all about like vaginal. So I, I don't know. Maybe anal has different hmm. rules. Maybe. Well, that'll be on our next episode. Sure. No, it won't. Um. Do you want to tell me stuff? I mean, I can keep talking for sure. however long need be, but sure. I'm oh, gonna, you were going to do something fun. Yeah, I'm going to. You want to? You want to do a fun yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, Kyle. So, uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, uh, fingernail polish has really, really fun names. The oh. shades all have different fun names. Yeah. So we're going to play a game called nail polish. I'm going to name <laughs> some things, and you're going to tell me if they are yes or no. A shade of nail polish offered by the company OPI. Okay. And that's just so that I didn't have to search the entire internet for yeah. each of these. Just yeah. Surely, literally any of these are some kind of nail polish. All right. So here we go. Number one. Oh, D- Dan, can you keep track of how he does? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Here's a pin. You need it. Oh, all right. Uh, number one. I'm not really a waitress. <laughs> no. Mm. Yes, that is a color of red offered by <laughs> OPI. I already love this. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> number two. That doesn't offer any insight into what the color is. I mean, but. Number two, time warp. Okay, now I have to say yes, because that's less weird than. Not a, not, a, not a color offered by OPI. That's a dance from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Well, I knew that. <laughs> number three, that's what friends are for. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nail polish. Yes, that is a color of okay. nail polish offered by OPI. I don't know what that says if I thought maybe you weren't creative enough to come. No. Number four, okay. red, white, and dudes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you came up with that. Uh, no, that's the current <gasps> that's the current sale at SeanCody.com. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Oh, fuck yeah. Today I accomplished zero. Go, oh, that's nail color. That is a nail color indeed. Uh, number six. Uh-oh, roll down the window. The fuck? No. That is a color offered. <laughs> what color? Do you know what color that is? Uh, we could look after this. Yeah. I, I forget. I should have written down like just the general Gen- yeah. zone, but I don't remember that one off the top of my head. Number seven, Minter Wonderland. Is that because they farted? What, yeah. <laughs> what, what's the implication behind that? I think it's kind of an orangey color. No, what color is it? Oh, it's like green, like pukish green. Oh, I'm going to barf. Oh, this is like, oh, I get it. Like, I'm about to vom town. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Number seven, Minter Wonderland. Oh, yes, that's a nail color. Nope, that's a flavor of Ben and Jerry's. Um, <laughs> Number eight, Black Flamingo. No, that's a book that we read. Correct, that is a book by Dean Adda. Uh, number nine, Depth Leopard. <laughs> Yes, yes, that is a nail color. <laughs> yes, that is a color. Uh, where am I? Number nine? Yeah, number nine, Autumn Goodbye. Yes, nail color. 
No, that's a Britney Spears song from Baby One More Time. <laughs> I will say her first album was not totally filled with the hits that you might think it was. Not her. Not her I, this could not have album. gone better for me. I just wish you didn't know that. Uh, number 10, My Dog Sled is a Hybrid. <laughs> no. Yes, that is a color on OPI. Uh, number 11, Russian Navy. I don't think so. That is a color of blue. Uh, well, nail polish on OPI. That's and the last wrong but- color. That's not... I- Michael? <laughs> I don't know why I'm accusing you of it. Last one's number 12, Beautiful Doom. No. Correct. It is not a color. That is a Grey's Anatomy episode and an Insane Clown Posse song. They're all song names. Yep. Did we have to just add some very interesting songs to the playlist? Yeah, I think we did. Yep, yep, yep. Autumn Goodbye and Beautiful Doom. Even I don't think I want the Britney Spears song Autumn Goodbye on the playlist. (laughs) Uh, So there were 12 of them. How did he do, Dan? Well, this is weird. Mm Mm-hmm. I say he got seven wrong and six right. Oh. Out of 12. All right. Well. Were there 13? No, there were 12. At least I meant there to be 12. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. No, there were 13. Very good. Thank you. Everybody gets corrected. Correction. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, either way. So you lost. I think I, yeah, either way, I think I lost. (laughs) Well, let me get back into my zone, in the zone. Britney Spears. Oh, wait. Because I feel bad and I pick on you and make you do things on the air, sometimes I'll buy you any of those that are a color. (gasps) And I will get them for you. Buy me Autumn Sunshine or whatever. Autumn Goodbye is a song. Make a nail polish and then buy it for me. Okay. Um, I'm not getting you red, white, and dudes. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the one I want most of all. Um, I'm going to tell you about men and nail polish. Men.com. Okay. Me- oh, God. <laughs> red, white, and dudes, indeed. Um, so, men and nail polish. I could not find datum on... <laughs> I cannot oh, find a datum me. on uh, <laughs> add, add, add datum, add, add datum on um, uh, percentage of men that put on nail polish. Datum. That's when you go out with somebody named Channing. Oh God, I would love to date him. <laughs> um, uh, I found one random thing that said fourteen percent of men uh, wear nail polish, but it clicked onto a like four or four. Oh, so I have God. no fucking idea. That I also know, seems really high, but maybe I know, I which know. is why I want to pretend like it's that to sure. try to destigmatize it. Sure. And so, totally fourteen percent, based on this four four error page, is yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Maybe four hundred and four percent. Okay. So I just picked random shit while I was uh, looking this up. Just random shit that stood out to me about men's nail polish. I almost got to some datums, uh, but <laughs> there, there <Canning> was datums. <laughs> There was on the Statistica Research uh, Department 2020 survey usage of nail polish and nail care products in the U.S., but they surveyed only women. Okay. Which I was like, that's racist against men. Um, So I found, so just a few other rando things I found. There was an article uh, called Using Nail Polish to Teach About Gender and Hobophobia. In a hobophobia. Hobophobia. <laughs> I'm terrified about most people. So they're they're not scary. They're just like you and me, but shirtless. Um, 
in a 2010 article by Nelta M. Edwards, uh, yeah. they talked about it was this really interesting idea where students were paired with someone of the opposite gender and they painted each other's fingernails to teach them about gender and homophobia. Oh, not a great idea. I know, right? Yeah. I, like, that's a very interesting, like, fun for kids and, like, uh, relevant, you know, way to teach them about gender norms and everything. Yeah. I really like that. Um, there was an article that talked about more men uh, painting their fingernails in COVID. Some, like, just, I'm bored, so I let my wife paint my fingernails. Or yeah. people are more able to try out things during COVID because no one fucking sees you. Um, yeah, like, I let my roommate cut my hair. Oh boy! Indeed, that's a that's that's a swing. <laughs> I also didn't shave, and it was awful. I know, but I saw the pictures. Yeah, I get it. I, I I support the like. Hey, we're trapped here for a year. Let's experiment. Yes, yes. This is the most excitement we will have all month. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. Um, Put things up your butt. Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> um, articles kept referring to it as manicure. Boo! I've told you before. I fucking hate when like, I think. I don't I don't know this. Uh, my guess is that like men have to take words and turn them into things with the word dude or man or whatever because they're too insecure Fragile. to just use the the word and sure. it's like no no it's fine it's a manicure like it's just it's so dumb. What was that bro thing earlier that you um, came up with and TM'd? Oh, uh the, the brooch? Mhm. No, that's literally the same word. <laughs> I thought you called it a fucking a, Dan correction. A bloach or something? I forget, but you came up with something else. That's blowing a a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just hated that word so much. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. There were a lot of articles about. Uh, it, it does. Seem, does it feel to you like it's a like a, a trend in the past couple years? Um, I feel like it's gone down, but I'm not sh- like meggings. Like what a fucking joke that whole thing was. And, and, um, no, 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 not, not manicured. Uh, just uh, paint, painting fingernails. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant the, the phenomenon of fucking up a word. So you feel better oh. about your penis. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I just mean fingernail painting. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, you painting your nails like has been a, a journey. And so like, I wonder if I, my, I'm like, skewed right because mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. we hang out so much and we talk about it and, and yeah. you know um i so i am not i'm not sure now that i say that though i know like like uh i saw darren chris wearing um painted fingernails and that was you know n- noteworthy mm-hmm. um and then i know that there are a lot of our listeners we see pictures on discord and, and on facebook when they post stuff uh that, that they that they do although our audience trends heavily gay so I, if your question is specifically straight dudes i'm no, not sure no, not necessarily um, I, I, but yes I, I i revise my answer to yes okay great <laughs> that was the long, this is all the stuff that uh, if you're talking to mike and not a podcast goes when he just sits there for a little bit mm-hmm. that's all the shit that's going through his brain until he gets to the answer <laughs> yes um yeah, uh, men that uh, wear, I uh, put on nail polish, Zac Efron, Harry Styles, Johnny Depp, Brad Pitt, Pete Davidson. Hold on. Darren Chris, what? Would bang everyone in that list. Right? Can you imagine a <laughs> men who wear nail polish orgy? I can now. Just like <laughs> huffing nail polish and... Uh, how many nails? Every can... single one of them can scratch my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> How many nails can this ass take? Um, I also wanted to point out... Nail me. Go ahead. Sorry. You wanted to point out. I wanted to point out with mm-hmm. my painted nails. Um, mm-hmm. 
if you see uh, uh, generally a dude uh, wearing one fingernail that is painted. Do you know what that means? Have you seen this like trend, this this campaign? Is that like a crack nail? Nope. Okay, Th- that's if you have one long nail. Yeah, like Tori Amos. Really? I don't know. My friends told me that that was a... We saw her definitely do something out of her piano at her concert at Out of her piano? Where? Where do you put it on? She stood and like reached into the piano and pulled this container out and like like did like (gasps) off of her nail. And so anyway. I don't think that would be safe to keep it in your piano. It's like don't hit like the top C. (laughs) Like Yeah, well. That's that's where I keep my cracks. (laughs) C for crack. (laughs) Jesus Kyle. No, so no, you are wrong. Um, it, it does not represent Tori Amos doing drugs at a concert. If you have one fingernail painted, uh, it is to raise awareness about the physical and sexual uh, violence against children. Well, that's way less fun. Very different. <laughs> um, I would do crack to raise money for awareness of sexual assault. That's fine. Um, I'm committing sexual assault to raise money for crack for kids. No, That's what no, it no. no, okay, no, no, you got that so wrong, but so right. Sex work is real work, everybody. Unless you're a child, <laughs> that's the the the. The, uh, the the proximity to what I'm talking about is very poor. Sorry, we're very, we're serious now. <laughs> God bless you. That's you. Um, it, it started out as one in five children. Like that, that was the significance of painting one nail. One in five children experienced some kind of sexual assault or physical violence. I think that is a change because they said. Um, uh, uh, let's say 1 billion children have experienced some form of violence. Um, and that is half the world's children, wow. which I mean, half is like practically 50%. Um, yeah. uh, it's like two and a half fingernails. Yeah. Co- color that mm-hmm. Darren, um, <laughs> men both perpetrate and experience high levels of violence. They are also less likely to seek help to recover you're a dude you have to be strong and you know you're not allowed to ask for help mm-hmm. um so this was a campaign started by uh the australian nonprofit you gap or y gap it's y gap um gap gap i was gonna say gap was already taken so <laughs> threw a y in front of it this is a different thing we're gonna see a podcast called you gayish <laughs> just like yeah we're, um but can we, can we get yield navy <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, the campaign is called uh, Polished Man, and um, they they use it to raise money. And I think like one of the Hemsworth I um, did it, like posted and raise money. So also would bang all three of them. Oh so. yeah, great. Let's all think about the Hemsworthies. Did you say when that trend started? Because I do think it's a really no. it's a really interesting like symbolic m- m- message. I really like the I like the the history of that. That like m- one in five, so mm, just yeah. do one nail, and and like I will now forever associate that with that. And yeah. so it's working. Like I just yeah. think that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, yeah, I don't get because I it, it didn't have the current website didn't have any reference to one in five. But I definitely like when I first heard about it. Even I definitely remember that being the kind of point behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, now it seems like half of the children. So I don't know what the, you know, but yes. Uh, and also helpful to know, like if you see someone with one fingernail painted or you're thinking about painting one fingernail, you might get 
that might be the assumption someone makes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. um, I think that I think when the um, the Hemsworth Hems, Hem, Hemsworth guy uh, did it, it was like 2018. So it's like a, a more recent thing. Sure. Yes, Dan. It goes back at least to 2014, the Polished Man campaign. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to 2014 for sure. That's what I wrote down. Definitely. <laughs> Um, do you? What else do you have? That's all I have. You ready to decorate some fucking cupcakes, oh boys? I'm, I can't. I, I, I don't even. I don't know what to expect. Yeah, I'm just. It's not that hard. I'm I didn't just, didn't do a hard one. It's like I'm a sort of embarrassed of this cupcake. Oh mm. well, I mean, well, but that's because you have like high standards that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still sure I'll, I'll find a way to fuck it up. Well, sure. So, so, so we did nothing about hammers and nails. So like we did only the gay shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I stand by that. If the only tool you have is a hammer, everything starts to look like a nail. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> let's let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. My nail broke. Oh. No. Oh. Break because it break. It breaked. I couldn't. Break a nail. <laughs> This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. No, I'll fix it later. Okay. Um, are you ready? Yep. Are we back? We're back. We're back. Uh, we are going to do our gayest and straightest. We're going to do our gayest and straightest. But first, our website is gayishpodcast.com. We are on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and probably other stuff at gayish podcast our hotline you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails is 5855-GAYISH that's 585-542-9474 standard rate supply our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com and our physical mailing address is post office box 19882 seattle washington 98109 we got a letter Ooh. you can cut this if you want to i don't know oh. i'm gonna read it uh, we got a letter from our, our from all oh, from our friend Joseph Peters Matthews. Hey faggots! I don't get to listen like I used to now that I'm not commuting eight hours a week or going to the gym five hours a week. But you are doing great work. Happy Pride! Keep sharing your good news of being butch, being fabulous, and being you. XOXO Joseph. Mm, that's so sweet. Except for the part where you talked about not listening. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Joseph. That's very sweet. Yeah. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Um, um nope. just a couple of programming notes i think first i have programming notes on my list is that is this when we do them yep, yeah it is yeah, now yeah. as james would say yeah. admin this is the admin great uh so uh first off pride 48 the live stream for pride 48 is going to be sunday july the 25th at 3 p.m. Pacific time. That whole weekend is filled with queer podcasts. We are just one of many, many, many voices that happened that weekend. Uh, but if you want to join us, it's at pride48.com. You can listen to the stream. Again, that'll be 3 p.m. Pacific time on Sunday, July the 25th. Also, the podcast awards. We're ready to lose again. Um, uh, the nomination process has just opened. Please, 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 please. We want to be award-winning podcast, mm. gayish. Uh, go to podcastawards.com. There's a not that complicated uh, process. There's a big blue button it's that says... It's very, very easy. It'll take less than five minutes. Yep. This, is how, this is how you sell it, Mike. Great. There's a big blue button that says nominations, voting now open. Click here to vote. You click that. 
you dumb fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you can vote for all the categories if you want. You can also just vote for the LGBTQ category. Yep. The only one that matters. Um, yeah. And we'll probably harass you a couple of times now between now and the end of July. But that is that is that is happening. So if you want to feel if you want to feel an air of superiority when we bring it up in the future, do it now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm ready. Okay. Gayest okay. or straightest? Okay. I'll go first. Um, my gayest is I went to Ocean Shores, which I don't know like the the assumptions about what that is like, but I just, I, I didn't, I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't really think about it. And when um, we first drove over there, I was wearing my black Trans Lives Matter shirt. I have painted fingernails. I still have like... Oh, it is not Seattle out there. No. no. <laughs> I have like my rainbow hair and I was just like... Oh, I'm the craziest looking person that you're going to see this week. Mm. Like I just, it, you know, it's just a very different um we did see one uh Trump truck like it had the flag or the Trump flag and don't tread on me flag sure. and we were all like <gasps> taking pictures like this yeah. is a novelty like what the fuck are you doing? Um yeah. This place is so fucking scary, man. By this place, I mean earth (laughs) namely the united states of america um my straightest is uh i got rainbow hair color for pride and it's washing out so i'm becoming straighter by the day yeah i mean that was the goal semi-permanent was the goal but what does semi-permanent mean except not permanent it means moderately permanent means like semi semi i got a semi (laughs) okay great okay you go i mean it it is a lot less noticeable than it was and i'm sorry i mean (laughs) that was the intention of it from the beginning so i knew i knew this time would come don't cry because it's over laugh because it began that's beautiful yeah you go mike (laughs) okay great uh so the gayest thing about me this week i is uh is, is is letting a cute boy talk me into going to see cruella Oh, went to a movie theater for the first time in well over a year and and saw Cruella and Emma Stone was fantastic. Although her accent, not so much sometimes, but that's okay. What accent would she? It's all, it's all British. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And Emma Thompson is fucking fantastic in absolutely everything she does always. And this is no exception. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I really, really loved it. The, the, and, um, this is no seeing the movie less gay. (laughs) <laughs> this is gay you're talking about it the 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 looks the fashion the visuals of mm. that of that movie really made me happy nice um most of it takes place in the 70s and they really nailed a lot of the aesthetic i thought nailed it nailed it uh the straightest thing about me this week so i had some um oh well kelly you know kelly from mm-hmm. from from the scotland episode and life because we hang out with her yeah uh but we uh, do stuff in real life that's I, not the podcast sometimes I, I had some girlfriends over on friday to have roof wine and um but the straightest thing about me this week is is showing them my wedding album from my straight wedding <gasps> and looking through all of the pictures and, i've never seen that oh roof wine (laughs) like shower beer but for gays i also have a bitchiest this week which is (laughs) uh i was down on the waterfront like near the aquarium down on the piers walking around this this weekend and there was one of those like street artists um playing the accordion he wasn't actually playing the accordion i play enough accordion to know that he was not he was faking playing the accordion. And he was madonna in the accordion? So angry about it. I was oh. like, should I tell him off? And no. Like, like, no, just keep walking. Like, but he's not, he's not doing it. You like, know, just. 
He's making accordion players look bad everywhere, Kyle. <laughs> the accordion players don't have much to hold on to anyway. <laughs> a, yeah. Okay. So uh, then, um, a listener's gay straight. Are you yeah. ready for this? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. So I posted to Facebook to ask everybody if they would be willing to share a gay estratus. I did not during the break. Look, so now I'm going to talk while I'm looking, which I don't know if you've ever tried to talk and read at the same time, but it's not easy at all. Mike, we are in an edited show. Oh, that's so that right. means you can start and stop. At, all right, then shut at, up and well, reading. <laughs> popcorn, Mike. Um... All right. Our gayest of straightest from a listener this week comes from Griffin McSoy on our Facebook group. Straightest. Fixed the taillight on my Harley Davidson street bob. Wow. Street bob. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but it sounds very straight. Yeah. 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 Uh, gayest. Hello to fucking Dan. Did this motorcycle repair work while wearing black leather harness, gloves, boots, cock ring, ball stretcher, listening to Black Blag, drinking beer, and mentally designing a black leather strappy thing designed to keep a butt plug securely in place. That's more equipment than I've seen in 10 years of being gay. <laughs> so good for you. So awesome. That must be hot with the heat wave. Jeez. Yeah, indeed. Whew. Maybe that's part of it. Um, uh, I want to thank yeah. our super gap bridges, anonymous forest nail, uh, explosive lasagna, Patrick Martin, Clinton Withers, Thomas B, dusty sands, Jamie Pugh, tipsy McStumbles, Jerome York, Christopher Farrell, Chris Cajatorians and Cian and Javi. Thank you for everything you do for us, but predominantly the money and also the support, but mostly the money. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to thank the ancient Babylonians for wearing <laughs> nail polish when they went to go kill shit. Yeah. So hot. So many reasons I'm into them. And this is just once more <laughs> um, amongst the group. Uh, yeah. That's it. I think that's it. This has been Gayish from the Chris Cachatorian studio. <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. Be you. Do you? What else do you have? That's all I have. Because I did the lesbian thing as part of the history thing, which could have been a separate thing, but then it wasn't. So I had that and, and the best game that's ever been on the show. So. <laughs> did we do it? Do you have more? I mean, I could, but I don't think I'm going to. All right. Well.